The Arizona Cardinals could be without defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. Could be a void at the D.C. position. Are we okay with B.J. potentially moving on? Who are some replacements for the Cardinals? And there's a ton of drama surrounding this team. What should we take from it? Is it a good thing for the old Arizona Cardinals, how they finished? Let's get into the conversation. It's Bo Brock, it's Alex Clancy, and it's Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every morning, even in the uh, the off season, during the playoffs that the Arizona Cardinals are no longer a part of. We appreciate you tuning in, hearing our thoughts. Still, lots to talk about. I mean, how things ended in, in shambles for the Arizona Cardinals. The uh, dysfunction, I guess, continues this off season. You know, you had the report from Jason Lockenfora, which was, um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this one. I don't believe it. It seems too far-fetched to say that the Arizona Cardinals are withholding coaches' playoff bonuses. Um, And, you know, there's been uh, other reports saying that's completely bogus, and that's what I would expect. I mean, the Cardinals are a lot of things, but as far as bad business and doing something like not paying their coaches' playoff bonuses, that's something that I wouldn't buy into uh, at all. So, but on top of these meetings that happened or didn't happen, we have finally heard from the Arizona Cardinals president, Michael Bidwell. And he basically said, like, I'm sure all of you feel he's disappointed. But unlike you, myself, Alex Clancy, he has the ability to change things. And the organization apparently is having internal discussions on how to improve team as far as coach speak goes and cliches, it doesn't get any more so than that. So now it's they've got to do it with action. We'll see what they do, Alex. I mean, it seems like, yeah, and, and uh, I think it was uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, came out and reported immediately after that uh, everybody's getting paid. Um, it seems like, because listen, we know in Phoenix that there's a bunch of misinformation that gets given out to a couple sources. Um, and uh, one seemingly in particular who <laughs> just runs with things and he's wrong 80% of the time, but people still love it, which is fine um, uh, to each their own. Uh, it seems like they're more important. They're more um, worried about spreading misinformation than actually fixing their problems. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, Michael Bidwell, I don't think he ever he didn't ever play football. This is a whole thing. This is a whole thing about owners where it's like their their main job is to hire people to do their job well because they don't know how to do this. They're good business savvy, and Michael Bidwell is kind of a, a different case because it's a family business. But it's like his main job is to hire people so he doesn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't done a very good job of that. And what we're seeing right now is with, with the question marks surrounding even these pages, it's just, it's so dumb how many just how, how they just gift misinformation to people for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. And this isn't the first time it won't be the last. Yeah. You know, I mean, what are they, they're supposed to control with what people are, are going to report. I, I don't think that they need to, 
sit there and police all of that. I mean, people are going to try to make names for themselves out there by dropping a bomb that, well, I mean, what wouldn't be more like sensational than the Arizona Cardinals having a, like this, this like really dysfunctional group or brain trust and people being at odds. I mean, that's, that's a, that's going to grab headlines for months. So if they have that, they're going to push that. And you know, if, if you have to try to control that a little bit, the, the thing that concerns me the most is Instead of like, it doesn't, they, they really do take their time at this juncture in the season. Like we've seen this over and over and over again, and they really seem to just be really lackadaisical at these, at this, at this point. And I, I wish that there was more action and I, and, I, and you're saying like, okay, well the playoffs are still going on, you know, but I mean, the Arizona Cardinals could have avoided defensive coordinator. You know, we, we still don't know, like no head has rolled for with how things finished. And that's unacceptable. I mean, somebody has to pay for what happened. Like, I don't care if it's it, you can color it up as a scapegoat or whatever. It's some, somebody has to pay for what happened. And I don't think it's going to be the head coach. I don't think it's going to be the general manager. But why hasn't anything happened yet? That concerns me. And I wish this organization had a bigger and better plan instead of, hey, well, we made the playoffs and we're going to play on Monday and we hope to win. But if, if we don't, you know, then we'll figure it all out. Like, you should have a pretty good idea of what the what you're going to do going forward. Lots of, like, good businesses do. They've got plan A, B, and C. And it doesn't seem like they have that. They just have a very soft A. And if it works out, oh, great. And if it doesn't, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, nothing's nothing since the inception of this organization has changed. You know, there's been some peaks. I mean, like, like, like here's, here's the thing and winning and losing wise, being a losing organization that hasn't changed. And you you can have different definitions of losing, but that's fine. Uh, This year was fun for us for about a month and a half or two months. And then it kind of, we were like, Oh man, this, this feels different. This is a losing organization and things need to change. And he refuses to do it. Michael Bidwell refuses to fire what seems to be his best friend or close to it in Steve Keim that he just, he refuses to do it. How many organizations like, and I was thinking about this, like, like the war stat in baseball, like how many more wins would a competent GM bring this team when it mattered? by putting players in the right position and, and coaches in the right position to succeed. Now, this isn't necessarily fair because Steve Kime did do well. Uh, you know, Cliff Kingsbury did, I guess, coach well because they won seven games in a row to start the season, started 10-2. and two. Um, But when it counts, there is no leadership. And, and, and that's the thing that, that is glaring more than anything still. To this day. So heads will roll. Sure. I don't know if they're waiting for Vance Joseph to get a job so they didn't have to fire him. Like if they fired Vance Joseph, I'm I'd be done. I'd be done. It would really be interesting, you know, how confident they are that he's going to move on and like, okay, well, we don't have to pull the trigger on this because it's just going to naturally work itself out. I, I don't, you know, I don't know. And, and we're going to look at a couple of guys that could come in and potentially fill the void left by Vance Joseph. And also the question I want to answer is like, would it, it, would you welcome a change at DC? I, I know that you're, you're a pretty big Vance Joseph VJ guy and, and you don't put a lot of the blame on his shoulders. You're more on the offensive side, the general manager's position and all those other things. Vance Joseph, as far as, 
how the, who who deserves the most blame if you're making that pie as we've brought up so many times his his slice is a sliver right it's not a it's not a big old heaping cheat day slice so um we'll get into that conversation Sean Payton retired or stepping away from the New Orleans Saints a lot of people have saying you know hey should the Arizona Cardinals maybe make a play for for Sean Payton look if Mike McCarthy gets fired first he's going to Dallas that's where his roots are based out of uh the Arizona Cardinals as far as appeal you know you talk about him and what he was able to do with Drew Brees an under six foot quarterback not all under six feet tall quarterbacks are the same like Drew Brees was probably the best pocket passer in the NFL that we've ever seen you know uh I I don't know if that's what you want to really do with Kyler Murray. Sure. You want to develop that part of his game, but I, I don't know if it, if it's a match made in heaven, I wouldn't turn my nose up at Sean Payton. If he's available and he wants to come to the desert. Yes. Make a, make a spot for him. And and I mean exactly what I say there. So, but I just, I think this is pretty far fetched. Yeah. I mean, and I don't like, it's a culture thing. Like he would change the culture. He, the, he, they would bring, like there would be some. Oh, there's already some logistical changes with. Oh, they're for real now, with Sean Payton here. Like they'd be, they'd, they'd be respected across the league where they're not right now with their head coach, comparatively speaking. I, I mean, Sean Payton's a top five guy. Yeah, and you listen, and you know. like the first thing I thought of when I when I saw this was Greg Popovich. Because Pop said, like, he's, they haven't been relevant for years in San Antonio. And, you know, he could have retired when Duncan and, and Ginobili and, and, and Tony Parker left, you know, but like Sean Payton's like one year without Drew Brees, he's like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. I've done all I needed to do. Yeah. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got freaking Kevin James playing me in a, in a movie. Like was, things have jumped the shark here. I'm out. Like you couldn't get somebody better to play me. Billy bean gets Brad Pitt and I get Kevin James. Like what the hell's going on? Uh, so Sean Payton, I think he's just stepping aside, but look, if he be, if it's a Bruce Arian situation and he wants to get back into it, you know, we're probably a year away from that. The Arizona Cardinals, you know, falter and or don't improve or and things continue to trend the wrong direction, then yeah, have a serious conversation. Back up the Brinks truck. Like just don't let him deny you. But I think we're at least a year away from that conversation potentially having or happening. We'll get into the uh, defensive coordinator conversation. Uh, also, we'll get into uh, just a couple things. I, you know, I, I probably thought the Arizona Cardinals should have one of these things as a priority this offseason as far as making an internal improvement. I'll tell you what that is. I'll come up here on Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards, at Bob Rack, and at Clancy's Corner. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. You know, we, we're going to have our Super Bowl prediction, but course if you're looking for the edge these days we'd like to thank online gambling for sponsoring today's podcast if you don't know already onlinegambling.com is a website dedicated to giving betters the edge throughout the playoffs they're providing you with the best nfl tips news and more to help you make you make the best bets that are more informed than ever and of course throughout the playoffs the experts at onlinegambling.com asked Alex and myself to show off our prediction skills and pick our Super Bowl finalists and uh, we'll get into that we'll give those I guess in the next couple uh, you know couple shows we're not going to do it just yet 
But uh, before the conference championship, we'll get into that. Um, you know, we've got online gambling, though, that's helping us and assisting us all along the way. OnlineGambling.com gives betters the edge they need. Make sure to visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL for the latest gambling news, tips and odds to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. So Vance Joseph, if he does indeed take the job in Miami, is that something that you think that most of the fan base would celebrate or they would be um, a little upset that uh, he walked for another opportunity at head coaching gig? I mean, he wasn't a good head coach. Right. You know, um, and that's obviously the quarterback play was terrible. You can't win without a quarterback in this league. You just can't. Um, it's two with that guy. I wouldn't be the one to jump to Miami. Like, I don't I don't know why that's like, a, but maybe that's the only, maybe that's the the team that wanted to hire him. And if, if you get offered a head coaching job, you take it, right? Like, I don't think, unless they want to build something here and unless they want to pay him close to um, head coach money to keep him, I, I, I don't to celebrate him. Sure. Like, you know what? He's what they came from with Al Holcomb and Mike McCoy as coordinators right. uh, under, under, uh, under uh, Steve Wilkes. Yeah. I mean, he's what well, he, he's the, he's the best defensive coordinator we've had here since Ray Horton, you know, I mean, James Betcher, I'm sure. But we saw flashes from this defense that had no business happening, especially in 2020. Where they, you know, you lose Chandler Jones, your defense, your pass rush gets better. Down the stretch, the whole team lost mojo. People got injured. This is a roster thing. Steve Kime didn't have the secondary equipped well enough to succeed when their fourth round pick went down and Robert Alford went down. Like that's on Steve Kime. That's mm-hmm. not on Vance Joseph. And I, you know, I think he did a fine job. You know, and if if you want to keep him around, if you want to pay him, like if they, if it came out and they say, you know what, we're going to give him a four year. $24 million deal or whatever, $20 million deal to stay as the DC be like, bravo. Like, I don't think that I don't, I think people overthink the coordinator position way too frequently. He did a very good job. I'd be happy if he was here in, in pseudo perpetuity for the Cardinals. Uh, do you agree? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty indifferent on VJ. Like if he walked, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't have like a strong opinion on it. And if he stayed, I wouldn't have a strong opinion on it. I don't think he's a guy, like you said, like he's not Todd Bowles. He's not a guy that's going to elevate a lackluster group to over outperform what you expected it out of them. But I think he has the ability to set up an undermanned defense at sometimes for a, to be boom or bust. And that's exactly what they were. And the Arizona Cardinals thrived in that. And they also uh, were crushed playing that style. But, you know, with what he's personnel wise, what he's dealing with, that, that's really the only way you can you can really live and be successful. Um, I think that if, if they were to lock him up, if and I think it's a very real chance that I don't think it's a slam dunk that he goes to Miami. Uh, there's two things that can be true. If if Miami screwed up their head coaching search and firing Brian Flores in hiring Vance Joseph, but the Arizona Cardinals, uh, you know, could be better off without Vance Joseph. I mean, those things could be, could be true. I think there are a lot of intriguing options out there. 
I mean, you mentioned Al Holcomb. That was a defense that had to, for whatever reason, they switched him from a 3-4 to a 4-3. And then when VJ came back, they went back to the 3-4. And mm-hmm. you, you got to be do that based on personnel. I mean, I don't think there's a question who the best candidate is out there to, to replace yeah. Vance Joseph potentially. And it's Wink Don Martindale. Like, yeah. He, he develops linebackers. He was a linebacker coach. That's how he made his name before he became the DC. Um, he, he, as far as the, the Ravens go, they're second since 2018 in scoring defense. And I mean, opportunistic scoring defenses. I mean, they're always in the mix at the end of the season. And I think that that it, do whatever you, you can, if Vance Joseph leaves to get Martindale in, in, in the building. Other than that, you know, Vic Fangio, fine. Stay away from Mike Zimmer. He's a four, three guy. I think as far as him really being able to keep up with the Joneses in the current day, modern day NFL, I think it's probably passed him up as far as being a really impactful coordinator. And then look, I mean, Brian Flores, I just don't think Brian Flores is going to be available. No, 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 no. He's going to be head coach in 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's the favorite to take the Houston job. Yeah. Is that right? I think he's a favorite as of right now. I mean, th- these things change, you know, Brian Dable three days ago was the favorite to take the dolphins job. And then, I mean, things, things are going to change seemingly overnight and they're odds. They're not guarantees. So we have no idea. I mean, you don't see, or do you see somebody on the Cardinals coaching roster right now that could take Vance Joseph's spot? No, I mean, yeah. Brenston Buckner is a good defensive line coach. Bill Davis, I mean, as far as how the linebackers have not, the, their development hasn't been where you want it to be, especially with the draft picks that they used on that on that position. I, I would I would say no. So I I don't think that there's anybody you could elevate at least on the yeah I don't see it on either side of the ball as anybody that you would want to promote to to take over. I think you'd have to go out of the. Out of, out of the organization for that. Uh, looking at a couple OCs, maybe we'll do that here coming up uh, here on Locked on Cardinals. But yeah, I, I just don't... I, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, if, if they could swap out BJ for Martindale, I think that's even... That's that's an improvement. Don't you? Yeah, what about Wade Phillips? Do you think it's time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's funny because Wade Phillips was a name... Because I think he retired. Didn't he leave 2018? Didn't he leave the Rams in 2018? He was available before they signed Vance Joseph. I think. I think. But Wade Phillips is a guy that comes in. I think he had one more year in LA, and it was kind of a down year. And people were like, and VJ had his awful season here because he had the worst secondary, even worse than he had this year. Mm -hmm. And it was just brutal. Oh, that's right. Okay. And they were going to use him as a scapegoat for the five and 11. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, five and 10 and one, five, 10 or whatever. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the Wade Phillips thing is interesting because he's like Jack Del Rio where it's like one great year of defense. And then, you know, it kind of sputters or two great years. And Jack Del Rio, all he's done is just gone to places where the head coach is on the hot seat he takes over as, as DC and they hire him as, as head coach when they fire, inevitably fire the head coach. It's been a genius thing that Jack Del Rio's lived on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Wing Martindale coming from both, like that would be a big boy move. Yeah. It'd be a big boy move. And we'll see once and for all, we would see once and for all what Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons are made of. We'd have to. I, I, I don't think there would be any more excuses for those guys. Uh, you know, and, I, and I'm not down on Isaiah Simmons. I mean, I think like most of the team, he finished flat, but he had a really good season as far as uh, where he came from after his rookie season. 
Uh, do you need to tell you if you buy gas, you need to know about this app. It's the get upside app. It's uh, our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free get upside app in the app store, Google play right now. Use the promo code touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay full price to pump anymore. Get cash back using get upside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code touchdown for 25 cents per and more on your first tank. Some people who drive, they're making as much as 200, $200, $300 a year in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon or other brands, just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get that $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN. Bill Barr. So, Bill Barr. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've had Bill Barr for so long. We love these. Love the people at Bill Barr. I need to get me some orange ones. I'm out. So it's new year means new year, new year's resolutions. Uh, if yours is about getting fitter, eating healthier, make sure you include built bar in your plan. So no candy bars, you know, just add built bars instead because they taste pretty much the same. And built bars a lot better for you. They're all covered with chocolate. Okay. They're all around 130 calories, four grams of sugar, sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. So, uh, that's a lot less than 30 grams of sugar and 240 calories that a candy bar would offer would lend as you ingest it. So stick with built bar. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy delicious built bar, you can almost count it as a workout. That's my kind of workout. If there's, and there's so many flavors, coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out built.com often to see what's new. Go to built.com. Use promo code locks 15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code locks 15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making us your first listen here on locked on Cardinals. Um, make your second listen tomorrow. Alex Clancy and Tyler Rowland on the Lockdown NFL podcast. Make the Lockdown NFL podcast your second listen like every day. I highly suggest it. It's great. Great uh, lineup of hosts, including myself on Monday, uh, breaking down the biggest news from around the league. Uh, and then, of course, Peacock and Williamson have great insight. They're going to be on uh, the Radio Row. They're going to be live from the Super Bowl Super Week. And that's going to be great coverage leading up to the big game. So check that out as well. So I said uh, the day and you, and you were right on, we had the same idea as far as the Arizona Cardinals, maybe prioritizing adding an offensive coordinator to their Cliff Kingsbury staff if they were going to move forward with K2. And it looks like, you know, all signs to him staying in, in the, as far as the coaching staff goes uh, for the most part, returning in 2022 um, you know, and I'm not talking about, I, I wish it was part of the play calling process, but, uh, if it's like what Sean McCoy, uh, has in LA where it's more of a game planning thing and working with the quarterbacks like he has with Kevin O'Connell, that's fine. I just think you need to have another person in the room to help out with all that and to ease a little bit of the pressure off of Cliff Kingsbury to continue to develop as the leader in that locker room. Yeah. I think this is no brainer. I mean, but it is going to beg several other questions as to why certain, you know, people are in certain positions, but as many people that can be around Kyler Murray and this offense do it. Yeah. 
do it. Just do it. You know, I mean, uh, just do it. I, I, I was looking at a couple names. Um, one was Pep Hamilton. He worked with Andrew Luck in the Colts. He worked with Andrew Luck at Stanford before that. And he worked with Justin Herbert, his rookie season. And then most recently he helped. He was in Houston and Davis Mills actually became a decent rookie quarterback. I think Pep Hamilton might be a decent guy. Joe Brady is a guy that some people are down on because of how things ended in Carolina. But look, yeah. Carolina is a dumpster fire. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to put all of that on Joe Brady. I think when he works in collaboration, he was the co-OC for LSU and what he was able to do with Joe Burrow. And and as far as how innovative that offense was, I think Joe Brady, especially if he's collaborating with, with, with Kingsbury and Sean Coogler and those guys, I think that he can be impactful. And I think those are a couple of names that they, that they could add if, if they were able to force Cliff Kingsbury into doing something like this. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I'm not even, I don't think there's any way in hell it's going to happen. I think that would mean that Steve Kime would say that he's wrong and that something isn't working. And that's something Steve Kime doesn't do. So I don't think they'll hire an OC. Honestly. Yeah. And and look, I mean, Sean McVay, he swallowed his pride and did it, you know, and they they won nine games that season, but Mm -hmm. he's like, look, I, I, I can, this is only going to benefit me. This isn't going to take away from what I'm trying to do. And it, I wish that they had that mindset, but obviously, you know, th- there's a big difference between Sean McVay and the brain trust for the Arizona Cardinals. They, there, there's no denying that. So that, that's, that's, that's disappointing if they, if they don't try to do everything in their power. And, and it, so, and I think it goes against what Michael Bidwell recently said, how internally they're looking ways at improving themselves, because that would be a definite improvement you know, I, I thought about this and I'm, I'm really on the fence saying it because it's, it's a really, it's a hot take and it's probably, it can be picked apart and you can call me an idiot for it, but, and it would never happen because he ethered his relationship with the guys in the Arizona Cardinals locker room. But I think one of the guys that would have been perfect for it would be Bill O'Brien. <laughs> He's the OC no. at Alabama. Now he worked hand in hand with Tom Brady for a while Um, he helped develop Deshaun Watson. He obviously knows how to utilize DeAndre Hopkins, but the relationship between Nuke and and Bill O'Brien, it's like, you probably can't even approach it. Well, and I'm assuming Bill O'Brien's going to get head coaching looks, you know, I mean, if not this year, next year. Yeah, for sure. That's what, that's what they do. That's what they, that's what they do. I mean, that is like the breeding ground. There's no NFL coaching tree more potent than the college football OC tree in with Nick Saban. I mean, Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, I, I know that it, a lot of them, they'll stay in the college ranks, but those guys are going to make so much damn money one year. Didn't Lane yeah. Kiffin coach one game? Or did Steve Sarkeesian coach one game as the OC when Lane Kiffin left for a job or got fired? I can't remember. No, but I mean, he, he took I, over for him in a, in a, in a big game, but uh, I think he, he was the OC for at least one full season. Um, and then somehow tech, I don't know what Texas was thinking, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bill O'Brien's, yeah, obviously it's never, it's a total non-starter. Yeah. But Bill O'Brien will be a, a head coach in the NFL again, I think. You so know, he's not a GM. Able, yeah, you just can't <laughs> give him the keys to the castle. Like, it's like, look at what Andy Reid's done. Like, what Andy Reid's yeah. done, he's, he's like, they drafted, like, he's the GM. He gets credit yeah. for that move for trading up and drafting Patrick Mahomes. People forget that Bill Belichick is the GM of the, of the New England Patriots. Like, 
And I know that his his personnel decisions haven't been great, but compared to Steve Keim, he's, you know, give him a Pulitzer. So like it's yeah. it, look, Steve Keim's good at one thing. Straff airs trading. He can yeah. trade. Yeah. Probably pretty it, good at fantasy football. I mean, it's if uh, if if the offense too is is if you're looking at play callers or, or game planning in the offense, and you're looking to supplement your guy, like you also have to look at the GM position and say, hey, this your draft record sucks. Let's look <laughs> at somebody else helping you with the draft. <laughs> like if you want to stay in this position, it's either it's either we fire you, you move on, or we you, you let somebody take over the reins as far as drafting for this team because it hasn't worked. It's the definition of insanity. But look, those are two things that I, I agree with you, Alex. I don't think uh, you know either guy would would give up. You know they would be very reluctant to do so. Yeah, and that's the problem with all of this. <laughs> like I mean, can we, like like it's so funny. Like we have these conversations. Oh yeah, but Steve Kimes GM, and nothing's going to change. So we pretty much just threw up our heartfelt conversational skills here for the last 28 minutes and 57 seconds. And nothing matters because Steve Kime isn't good at his job. He's never going to be good at his job where you really need it. Cause we would have found out the last eight seasons. If that were the case. Yeah. How does he still have a job? How is this possible? <laughs> like, seriously, we have the same conversation every off season. How does he have a job? And this I, isn't irrational. Yeah. Look, I know. I, I just wish you weren't doing it 29 minutes into our podcast. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, how much, how much, how much time do you have? I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, but you know, that's, that's what we're dealing with. And, and but when, it, when the president says, uh, we're looking internally, we're disappointed. It's the same thing as, you know, when they said they, they, they're going to take responsibility for the misstep, uh, hiring Steve Wilkes and that whole 2018 season where we see them continually make the same mistake over and over and over again. And it's uh, it's it stems from the very, very top as far as where the real issue is with this team and where they need to, you know, Michael Bidwell needs to become the head of this organization and he has to make tough decisions. And that includes firing your friend and the person that's taught you everything you know about team building because it is costing you in the end. Sure, it's given you some nice moments, but not the moments that really, truly matter anything in the NFL, and that's truly winning and competing and contending and, uh, you know, having a, a consistent um, success record of success. And they just haven't had that. They've had some nice moments. And that's how what they've got a player. They've got a roster full of guys that have had they had nice moments in 2021. But at the end of the day, they went home. They were one and done the playoffs and a huge disappointment. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing me down on a, on a two. You, on a you started this. You started yeah, I this. I was trying to have a conversation about offensive coordinators, forward thinking, you know, and, and we're getting into, uh, but getting it's into fantasy it, land because it's probably it, never going to happen. When you say you're looking internally f- for improvement, it's just like, well, I know where you can start, but you refuse to do that. And so uh, that comes off as disingenuous. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I got my agreed with that. All right, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy at Locked On AZ Cards on Twitter at Clancy's Corner and at Bob Rack. Big thanks to OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring this episode. Check them out for all your insight for the remainder of the playoffs, conference championship week coming up, and of course the big game. And we'll make our Super Bowl team predictions here pretty soon as well. Uh, look out for those. All right, you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Check out Alex and Tyler tomorrow on Locked On NFL, and then check us out for a brand new episode of Locked On Cardinals. Talk to you then.